Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to talk all about buyer etiquette. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, hope you are having an awesome day and uh, the weather's turned. It's cold out today. Yeah, and yesterday, what the heck? Yeah, it was okay yesterday. Today it really hit me. But, yeah. But, um, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, I guess we we've been it lucky. every year, but it, uh, we have some men, some September was off the charts. Yeah. Gorgeous, but, yeah, uh, the first part of yeah. October. Yeah. But um, Yeah, so in that, we mentioned this because it does affect the real estate market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it starts to get cold and snowy, sometimes the market cools down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's been oddly, I don't want to say quiet, but tempered yeah you know like anyway it's been an interesting fall for me it has not been particularly with with a couple of exceptions i would say people buyers are just seem to be taking their time yeah i see unlike um you know most fall and spring markets have been you know kind of a frenzy and um i think it's been driven by a what a sense of urgency among buyers, and I think in my experience in the last couple of weeks or month is that it's that sense of urgency that has disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, so that things are much more mm-hmm. tempered is the right word, like mm-hmm. just much more. Um, I don't know. It's like yeah, I'll get back to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I'll no, think about it. Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And I yeah. don't know why that is. No, no. Are people just deciding to stay put and write a write it out? for a while. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's interesting. Like people, it, it, and I get, I'm getting a lot of, I have to go see that place. I'm dying to see it. It's like, okay. So then you take them and they're like, oh, it's really nice. I'll let you know in a couple of weeks. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Right. Yeah. Um, There's still a great shortage of houses for sale. There are. And I think, you know, sellers are doing well. Yeah. Um, you know, and whether you have 40 offers or five, you know, we've talked in the past about the incremental value of the additional value of offers. I mean, I think they're still do, generally doing mm-hmm. well. Yep. But I think the traction or the traffic is more moderate. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think uh, where I'm noticing it most right now is in the condo market. 100%. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking downtown just today. This is kind of interesting where we've had um, a number of new listings. But just today alone, there were... Uh, in the downtown area, almost 20 that were terminated mm-hmm. and relisted. So, you know, and a number that have gone through a price change, number that have sold conditional. So, you know, the, maybe the frenzy of the condo market, well, I'm seeing it mm-hmm. for sure, is mm-hmm. not quite there. Um, but today I thought we would do a really valuable uh, podcast about buyer <laughs> etiquette. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great idea. Yeah, there's a lot of um, weird stuff going on with buyers, and I think uh, it just might be a good opportunity to remind everybody about what buyer etiquette is. There's also seller etiquette. There's also agent etiquette. But today we're going to talk about what buyers 
should or should not be doing when they are going through the buying process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun conversation and worthwhile. Yeah. Okay, the first one I want to talk about, and this is really irking me, is Mm -hmm. appointment times. Irking, I love that word. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. Um, Because of COVID, uh, everybody has shortened appointment times. So with every listing, you get generally a half an hour. Right. And you have to only be in and out during that half an hour period. Right. And it's a COVID, it's a COVID um, implication. It's to keep people away from each other. And so we um, don't double up on appointments. Don't double up. Where in the past you used to have longer times and you, um, sellers, uh, brokerages would book more than one appointment at a time. Uh-huh. So since COVID that has stopped. And yeah. uh, so shorter appointments, um, letting people go through, um, on their own without other people. And also, in fact, because of COVID, I see a lot of restrictions on the number of people that can go at any time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So So if we're talking specifically about... Appointments. Appointment times. Appointment times. And you have your appointment booked from 12 to 1230. That means you have to be out by 1230. Right. And so um, what I find is that a lot... And this is not not just for my buyers, this is just buyers in general when I have listings, people are not showing up Mm -hmm. at the time that they have um, allotted. Mm -hmm. And as a result, that causes absolute chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an incident with a listing I had, and I had a showing uh, booked from, let's just use the example, 1230 to 1, and I got there at about 1225. The 12 to 1230 person was not there. So my buyers and I go in at 12.30. Well, this woman shows up at 12.26. Yeah, no, I would assume she'd have come and gone. Me too. And Mm -hmm. demanded that she gets her four minutes. And it was so rude. It was so (laughs) unbelievably rude. It it was mind-boggling. It was the agent and also the sellers. Well, we have four minutes left. This is the time we booked and we got stuck in traffic. So you know, it's and I've and I have a couple of clients and uh, who shall re- remain nameless who don't show up on time. And mm-hmm. you just can't book a po- an appointment for twelve o'clock and come at twelve twenty and expect to spend twenty minutes. You just can't do it. I'm sorry that you got stuck in traffic. I'm sorry that you know you couldn't get your kid's diaper on. Whatever the excuse is, you cannot show up late and then ask for more time. Mm-hmm. It's just it's rude, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You book a time. It's it's. It's rude to me. It's rude to the seller. It's rude to the other agents. You have to show, you have to get in and out during that time mm-hmm. period. Um, also related to COVID, uh, I mean, to um, appointment times. Before we leave that, is um, if you are going to be late, or if you are ha- your plans have changed and you're not going to come, not advising. Oh, yeah, man. It seems like we're focusing maybe on agent etiquette, but. Um, uh, so maybe I should say that for the time we talk about that. But that's another issue related to... Well, it is even for buyers because if I'm showing the place... I mean, it, I, you know, there was that one listing I had recently and I had... I It was my own listing. I had three appointments booked. One person showed up. Yeah. Like the other two just didn't show up, didn't yeah. call. What is with that? Mm-hmm. And then and, and in both cases, I called them out on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one gave me the old traffic story. The other one never responded. Like, why would you do that to somebody? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Yeah, bad etiquette. Why you yeah. would, you know, have that kind of lack of decency. Yeah. I, I yeah. just don't get it. Yeah. So another issue that I raised earlier, not to do with appointment times, but with appointments in general, is sometimes uh, listing agents specify um, the people who can go into any appointment. 
Um, so it's what I've most commonly seen is the agent and a maximum of two mm-hmm. buyer clients. So when I go with buyers to see places, I tell them that. And then them rolling up in the car with the grandparents mm-hmm. and the father, yep. and it's, you know, that's an awkward situation. Yeah. You know, this is still a global pandemic, and the seller has requested limited number mm-hmm. of people in the house at one time, which only makes sense. So right. what is the carload of, or two carloads of people doing here? Right. Yeah. Like it's, it, just, it's just common sense mm-hmm. as well. And I think it's, it's um, I think buyers in general just have this sort of sense of entitlement um, mm-hmm. sometimes. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it's just not right. And it's embarrassing for us and uncomfortable, especially if it's a busy listing, there's people behind you. I got called out on this recently is where I, it was one of these situations where two people at a time and the two people brought their parents Yeah, and I tried to explain to them, we can't, you know, it's, it's not, it's not going to work. We can't have it, them come in. And I, and they said, okay, fine, we'll go in and then the parents will come in. Yeah. And then that's fine. But then, then they were over time. Then the next people behind me came in and said, why are there five people here? And right. I said, well, they weren't in at the same time. But it was, you know, well, yeah. still, they should know five people. Anyway, it's just mm-hmm. do, do the right thing, I mm-hmm. guess, is, the, is right. the bottom line here. Right. Um, okay, another COVID thing is that sellers are largely requesting that people don't use the bathroom when yeah. they're there. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say you know, 99% of the time, you shouldn't be using a bathroom anyway. Yeah. I mean... It's kind of gross. It's gross, mm-hmm. and you're only there it's for... It's too intimate for... Half a, an hour, yeah. For, for a property you're just looking at. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah, right. I mean, you have to imagine your position being the yeah. seller and knowing, you know, two or three people have used your bathroom. Yeah. Now, I do... I mostly see it with little kids. Well, I, I really? Because mm-hmm. I see it with full-on adults. I do as well, but yeah. mostly. And, and I have some sympathy for it when it's a little kid situation. I think, you know, I kind of get that. But, yeah, no adults, no. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, like there's, yeah. I would, though, if I were a seller, I would go into it assuming that people are going to. Yes, I have seen mm-hmm. a lot of sellers tape off mm-hmm. the toilet seat. I and I think that is totally fair. Mm-hmm. Again, we are in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. We have to follow the rules, whether we agree with them or don't agree with them. That includes wearing masks in the house if the seller has asked you to, and really that's the law. Mm-hmm. It includes not using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It includes sanitizing your hands. All of those things that you're supposed to do because you have to have respect that somebody lives there. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be elderly people in the home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, using the bathroom and dirtying things up too, I mean, it's just. It's just not cool. We, mm-hmm. we can't do it. I agree. Um, yeah. And on that note, I think also like going through people's stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, have, I have, you know, that's not a COVID thing. That's just a, it's, it's so rude to be poking through people's, you know, dressers and closets yeah. and even fridge. Oh, yeah. And they people do. People like, oh, yeah. what kind of mustard do they use? Like, yeah. really? In the drawers. You're not buying the mustard. Yeah. You're not buying her yeah. underwear. Yeah. Stop looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And how about the jumping on beds? I've had kids jump on beds. And try to get in beds and parents who don't even say anything. Oh, Johnny, he's always jumping on beds. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, Johnny cannot be jumping yeah. on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Another one I, uh, I, I uh, another, so changing the topic to another one that bugs me. Yeah. Is not taking off your shoes. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know if in these days taking off your shoes indoors has gone out of common practice. Yep. 
Uh, it appears to have. I think so. Um, and so even if a seller goes to the extent of having a sign at the front door saying, please remove your shoes, and Janelle and I always do that, um, buyers seem to object to it. They do. Yeah, they do, and I've had people full on object to it. Mm-hmm. Now, if the floors are dirty, yeah, or if it's like a gross house, yeah, I'll do that. I'll say this is a keep your shoes on. Keep house. your shoes on house. Yeah, yeah, but you'll know that from the listing. Exactly. So you'll know as an agent how to handle that. That's right. But in the average kind of situation, first of all, just always respect the seller's wishes. Yeah, and it's just common decency to include taking off your shoes. And I think that's what it comes down to, you know, because some of these other COVID rules are things like don't touch the light switches, you know, like leave them on. Don't try, you know, you got people fiddling with lights and they're trying the dimmers and they're doing all this stuff. And specifically the, the seller has asked not to touch things, mm-hmm. um, you know, without gloves or something like that. And again, you may find you, the collective, you may find this over the top mm-hmm. and I find it over the top, but it doesn't matter. It's what right. the sellers are right. asking for. And you, I think it's just really important that, yeah. you know, you, you, <laughs> You have to respect where they're coming from, especially this COVID thing is so weird. Everyone is in such a different place about it. Right. Right. And you have to kind of cater to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. And it's not your place to question someone else's decision. Unfortunately not. For themselves. Yeah. You may think they're a total quack, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. That's that's how it has to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Now, what's your view about taking photos and video? I find that one awkward. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, It's technically not legal. It's not legal. It's an invasion of privacy. You know, the seller has gone to some expense and effort to provide, in most cases, decent pictures and video. Uh, I don't like it. It is not. uh, It's contrary to the rules. But I don't say no. Same. I think um, I used to. I don't get a lot of requests for it. Yeah. But I do get some. I get some, but I also don't understand why you're doing it when everything's yeah. online. Right. Um, but I do get some, and I do tell people, listen, you know, technically this is not legal. Mm-hmm. They so. provided the pictures. I even get people bringing uh, to showings um, tape measures. And it's like, yeah. hey, here's the floor plan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Are, the are you just measure. so um, I had that today. suspicious of people? Right. I, I don't know what it is, but... Um, yeah. You know, people, you should not be taking pictures while you're in somebody else's house. That is that, is that is it. End of story, yeah. And and yeah. I should do a better job of saying no. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, you're not really allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if the agent has done a very good job, as most do, of, of providing floor plans, mm-hmm. video, walkthroughs, 3D tours, what the hell do you need pictures for? It right. can't be any more uh, visible to you, right? Now, I have um, gone to see houses on behalf of buyer clients if they are out of town (laughs) or Uh for some reason can't come and um they've asked me to go and kind of walk around yeah me too yeah and that's different i usually if i'm on top of my game uh reach out and let the listing agent i'm going to know me too yeah and the other thing is that's that is different it is different because we are agents and so it's not like the going to the general public right right? there's the problem is if you are taking photo or video of a home and you are then sharing that with other people. Right. It's a privacy yes, issue. It's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. And one thing that, you know, people might not realize is that I find with increasingly increasing frequency is that you may not know it, but in many cases you're being watched. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So watched and listened to. That's yeah. another really interesting thing. Yeah. That's a whole different dynamic. Yeah. 
I can't imagine as the seller who has that kind of time yeah. <laughs> or who would want to hear what people are saying. Yeah. But it's it's pretty, I would say more, way more than 50% now. Yeah, I, I talk to people about that when we're out in the driveway before we go in. Yes. Yeah, let's yes. talk about it, you know, specifics or yeah. um, what when, you we, offer. when we get out yeah. Yeah, uh, after our visit because you just never no, know. No, you just never know. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one of the things uh, that I find really weird, we've talked about this before, is that now for the first time in my whole career, I'm getting more people asking me as the listing agent to show them the house for whatever reason Mm -hmm. they probably i think most of the time because they think they're going to save some money yeah that's that would be the natural and the only kind of thing you could think of right prompting people to do that so number one i don't like that i don't like sure i like to what we call double end the listing make more money that's great and everything but it leaves us open to liability and a conflict of interest when I'm trying to effectively represent both buyer and seller. And, and by the way, I absolutely 100% would never do this in a multiple offer situation. Right. No. But when even I have the listing and you're getting people wanting you to represent them, you have to realize this is a conflict of interest. I don't know why. Okay, fine. You think you're going to save some money. Most of the time, you're probably not. You're not. It's a false. It's a, f- Yeah. yeah. But why you would not feel comfortable getting your own representation, you know, is a little bit bewildering. It's better that someone else has your best interest at heart because I cannot have you. I cannot have yours. Oh God, sorry. Um, I we just saw something out the window we didn't want to see. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, it's still there. I know. Oh my god. Okay. Whew. All right, sorry. <laughs> we digress. All right. Um so <laughs> Oh my god. This is gonna be an interesting Okay, all right, okay, I'm turning around. It's like driving down the highway and you're attracted like you slow <laughs> down and attracted to an accident. And exactly, you can't, that's can't right. Help yourself oh, but look. Yeah. But no, that's right. Look away. Now. Look away, looking away. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the let me go back to that. I digress. So well, I don't even know what you were talking about. I think getting your own representation. Yeah. Getting your own representation is really important. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and then if you do want to work with a listing agent and you're insistent on that, please then don't accuse them of right. of not telling you the truth or not having your best interests or not feeling comfortable. Well, that was your choice. Yes. I had that today with these total weirdos who wanted to see this property that I have listed. And the whole time I'm there, she's arguing with me about things, like as if I'm lying. Well, and I said, and I, if, you, I, if you don't feel comfortable with how I'm, whether I'm telling the truth or how I'm representing the property, because she kept saying, well, you have to do the best for your seller. You're working for your seller, so I don't think you're telling the truth. And I was like, well, then why are you asking me to show you the property? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, and I think that um, buyers in that situation... So we definitely don't um, work with both parties um, in a multiple um, offer situation. But if you have a listing that's been sitting for a while and someone calls you up to see it, you know, that's a different story. But, you know, we are restricted in the information that we can provide Mm -hmm. when it's a multiple representation situation. So, you know, her accusations this morning of lying, you know, you can't reveal motivation. You can't reveal anything about, you know, price acceptance. Mm -hmm. And so you, you really 
kind of have to just stick to the facts. And um, buyers might not realize that. I do think that um, the only merit, I see no financial advantage to working with a listing agent. The only uh, advantage that I do think there is is that um, the buyers think is that if they work directly with the listing agent, their offer will have more clout maybe. Right. Or, you know, they're working with a uh, listing agent, they'll have more influence over the seller to use them. Um, and, you know, I don't know if that's particularly true either. It shouldn't. It isn't. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, um, I think representation of your own interests independently is pretty basic, um, uh, essential. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah. along those lines, yeah. um, uh, in terms of etiquette, is um, putting that relationship to paper. Yes. Right. So yes. there's something called a buyer representation agreement when you're a buyer that formalizes the relationship between buyer and brokerage. And um, I think it is only respectful, and we can talk about when it's res- it should be done, but only respectful to, um, at some point in the relationship, sign a buyer representation agreement. Yeah, yeah. It's your commitment to each other to right. work together to find you a property. And I think not doing so is, I mean, would you do that in any other profession? I, I can't think of something. No. But, um, you know, it only shows confidence in each other and commitment to each other's um, best interests. And Yeah, and let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. It is the ultimate awful thing to do, to ask an agent to show you properties and do all the work for you and do all the research and turn around and buy with somebody else. Yeah, it's awful. We don't get paid to show you around mm-hmm. and do all that work. Mm-hmm. And if you do not like our services that we're providing, then say so. Mm-hmm. But don't use us mm-hmm. to do all that legwork and show you around when you have no intention and then turn around and buy from the listing agent yeah. or turn around and buy from a friend. I, I, I think some of it is mean. a lack of understand. Rather than being mean, some of it is a lack of understanding of you know the process and how we make Come our on, money. Really, you think so? I don't I, think so. I think there's some of that. Not in 2021. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. People know better. I think they're just inconsiderate. I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And it just thank God it doesn't happen very often. But mm. you know, it's happened to me a few times. Yeah, for sure. Me one time in particular, and it just it set me back for months. Yeah, I was devastated. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I've had a couple of mm-hmm. you know, and then they just ghost you for whatever reason, and then you're like, oh, I mm-hmm. guess. And then you you know, finally they'll reach out and whatever mm-hmm. a year later, oh, I bought mm-hmm. with someone else. It's like, well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, or my friend just became an agent, so I bought with her. Right. Like, I get a lot of that. Right. Or Now, I will say, you know, when I first meet a buyer, I don't know if I want to work with that person, mm-hmm. and they don't know anything mm-hmm. about me. So I'm not, um, maybe this is against uh, good practice, but I'm not uptight about doing it right off the bat. I think we have to go out and, like, get a feel for each other at least once to see if we want to work together. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Totally agree. And I usually don't ask people to sign anything, yeah. but I do say to them, like, once or twice is one thing, but if it goes beyond that, like, let's just be respectful to each other, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not asking you to commit to me, but no. I'm asking you to commit to me. Yeah, I tell them about the existence of this uh, contract and that at some point, uh, you know, 
down the road a bit, we're gonna uh, I'm gonna bring it out and we're gonna talk about it. But for now, let's let's start to get to know each other, and, right? And then determine that we want to work. Yeah, together. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know the point being here again, if you don't like the person and the service they're providing, that's that's fine. Just let them know. But if you are doing this but have no intention of actually, you yeah. know, just be respectful. Yeah, it's, I haven't it's had a lot of work I don't for have us. much of that, but. Um, yeah, I've had a, I've I had a couple. Had a little bit, yeah. 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 I had one where I showed these people around for a year, and then they bought privately. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, well, we didn't know. We, you know, we bought we we bought privately privately." But would you still give us that deal on selling? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no." Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that. I had I had somebody recently actually after after sending them, showing them lots of homes, they. Were, were almost ready to buy, but then decided they were going to sell and then went with, this is a funny story actually, um, I went over to tell them what I thought it was worth and what I was going to charge them and they said that they wanted to use one of these 1% realty people. Mm-hmm. Um, would I do the same deal? Mm-hmm. I said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they decided to list with that person uh, still on the market in mm-hmm. East York, and it's been over a month. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that would never happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, but they, it was like after all that work, it was, it was, you know, oh, and then they ghosted me altogether, like never, mm-hmm. never even said this Awful. is what we're planning to do. Yeah. I've had the situation where. It's like karma. Karma's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I've had the situation where clients of mine, I think even under a buyer's representation agreement, have contacted a listing agent and met them to see a property. And then, you know, I have the awkward, I'm in the awkward position of contacting that agent to say, "Mm, thanks for showing my client, you know, your listing, but um, that's my client. Yeah. And, you know, listing agents, I've never had a pushback from that. They understand that... um, you know, we have a phrase that we use that I don't like to say, but that buyers are liars. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's never become a problem, but it's just, un, you know, it's yeah, just, just unfair. do the right thing, right? Yeah. Just do the right There's thing. There's no reason. No. I mean, we're all adults, mm-hmm. right? People just respect yeah. each other in general. I think we yeah. just be And I would say, society. too, Janelle, like, um, you know, if we have a, a firm commitment as buyer and brokerage, I mean, if you're not happy with our services, we're not going to hold you to it. No. No. So Absolutely not. Work. I don't, wouldn't want to work with you no, either. No, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to let you out if things aren't going the way they should. Yes, don't worry. And that goes on I've the listing side, happen, too. I don't think, no, but. I haven't either, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if it's not right, it's not right. Yeah. yeah it's, sometimes you're just not the right fit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. On on that note, one of the other things sometimes that we see, and this is, I think, important to note, is that if you are planning on buying something, but you're not sure about it, and you put a condition in to your offer just so you can get an excuse to get out of the deal, so you put a financing condition in just so you can give yourself five or six more days to think about it, that's... That's probably not the fair thing mm-hmm. to do. No. You know? I mean, the condition is there for a purpose, not to give you an out if you want out. Yeah, I think or that, look for other properties exactly. in the meantime. Um, I think that that recently happened to me. Um, and uh, people had a... I, I, my sellers accepted a conditional offer, and it didn't happen, and uh, I just have a funny feeling about it. And, you know, during that... Because during that time of the condition... Other condos, other places come up on the market. And I often find that I wonder if these people who have placed conditional offers are still going out and looking. Exactly. Oh, I think so. If something else comes out in that conditional period, 
they use it to back out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's not, you know, again, I think there's just, it's almost like, it's almost like the, uh, yeah, like that, the etiquette, the, the sort mm-hmm. of respectful etiquette that we all used to have, like, mm-hmm. is, is, mm-hmm. is gone the wayside a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and an offer to buy a place is a binding contract. So everything that you commit to in that offer should be legit. Yeah. So we've talked about conditions, but even um, in that offer will be um, terms related to delivery of the deposit. I mean, you've committed to delivering the deposit within 24 hours. You damn well better deliver that deposit. But I've known cases where even there they get cold feet and don't deliver the deposit. Oh, I had one of these this year. That's so unfair. You've said you would. Yeah. Legally. I I had the... Okay, I'm just going to... I think I shared this before. This is the worst thing that's... that's, This was an online lead, so it was not a referral or anything. So sometimes these are hard to know, right? Mm -hmm. And this woman who said she had had bad experiences with other realtors before, was looking for a new realtor to represent her. She was looking for a property. I showed her a whole bunch of properties. She decides she's going to put an offer in on one. We talk about it. We go over all the details. It's in multiple offers. She understands the situation. She decides not to do a home inspection, of course, because there's multiple offers. We almost did one in advance. She decided not to do one in advance. There's three or four offers. She wins the offer. Next day decides she's got cold feet, changed her mind, doesn't want to bring the deposit. Now, we've got two options here. I can say to her, you know, you're on the hook. You've signed a contract. Or go back to the listing agent, who mm-hmm. also was the seller in this case, and beg forgiveness, mm-hmm. which I did the latter. Uh, it was awful. I, I After I got you know yelled at upside down and sideways mm-hmm. for 24 hours. At least in hours. that case, he had three other people to go to. But, of course, ours yeah. was the best. And yeah. so they, they ended up selling it the next day. I sent flowers and oh, apologies. Nice. Uh, but this, this buyer of mine was just absolutely blamed the whole situation on me in the market saying it's just too fast and I felt pressure and... And the whole thing, it was like, and that, and that leads into my next sort of, sort of point is like, you as a buyer need to take responsibility, right? No one's pressuring you to do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? You're a grown adult. Mm-hmm. You understand our job is to lay out the realities for mm-hmm. you. If you want to buy a place and you really want it, like you say you do, you can't put a condition in because you won't get it. Mm-hmm. So you could, when we, when we had tried before mm-hmm. and you can see that doesn't work. So this is the these are the options you have. And I specifically said to this woman, if you don't feel comfortable going in with a condition, I said this right from the get-go, not about this house in particular, then we need to find something that's been on the market for a while. Right. If you're okay with not... You with more flexibility then. Yeah, mm-hmm. with not going in with a home inspection, home inspection condition, then, you know, we can buy something that's in multiple offers, but those are your two options. Mm-hmm. So if you are presented with the options and you choose option B, you can't then go back and say, why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do find that, you know, buyers often now don't want to take responsibility for what they've purchased. And this is not just my buyers, buyers in general who mm-hmm. now come back and say, well, you didn't tell me. I had a buyer once say to me, you didn't tell me the cupboards were ugly. <laughs> I was like, but, but we were there together four times. Like, I don't, and you what know, do you mean? what's ugly to someone might not be ugly to you. Right. It's yeah. Irrelevant anyway. Just weird stuff like that. But, yeah. but you know, you, 
the onus is on you yeah. to make an in, to, you know to make a decision that's going to work for you based on the facts that hopefully we have provided. Yeah. yeah. Now I think some degree of buyer's remorse is inevitable. Yes. I think it's impossible to make such a big commission uh, commitment and financial um, step without feeling some like some sense of what the hell have I done kind of thing. Right. But it's wrong to take it that step further and blame other people for your yes. decision. This is try- it's kind of, um, yeah. you know, morbid. Don't you find, though, society in general has become, uh, there's a lot of blaming and people mm-hmm. people seem to not be able to take responsibility anymore mm-hmm. for things. It's mm-hmm. a very strange thing mm-hmm. I've noticed in my older age. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was it. The only other thing I wanted to say is that um, it's it's a waste of time to put in a, a, a low ball bad offer um, on something if, you know, your agent's telling you there's no point. Just, yeah. you know, and you get some you get some really good ones, right? Like mm-hmm. places listed for nine ninety nine nine, and then, you know, you're putting in an offer in for 800000 It's been on the market for a week. Yeah. Um, you know, just don't do that. Yeah. Why, why waste everyone's time? You know they're not going to accept it. You know, have a conversation with the listing agent instead. Not yeah. you as the buyer, but, yeah. the, but your agent. Yeah. Just say, look... This is kind of what my clients are thinking. I assume that's not going to fly, or what do you think? And the listing agent may say, you know what? Yeah, bring us something. Better just start throwing in stupid offers just just because you think, you know, hey, you never know. Yeah, Um, I agree. You know, and ultimately it's in your best interest as a buyer because doing that uh, is just further inflating the frenzy. Right. Yeah, the more offers there are on any property, you know, the more, you know, higher the prices are going to go. Right. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, just doesn't do any good. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, that's those are the things I think that are, are important to us and that yeah. we kind of see right yeah. now. And yeah. hopefully that's of some value to yeah. people out there who are maybe not aware. Yeah, the, the what, final thing I would say is to be organized get your finances all lined up before you start to go see houses know what your budget is don't waste anybody's time yeah be organized yeah exactly it just makes sense it makes sense for you makes sense for everyone you don't want to start you know looking at stuff and be disappointed if you can't afford it yeah i have that with somebody now we're having the back and forth she's saying i want to go start seeing things here's what i want and here's where i want to be I say, well, why don't we talk to a mortgage broker or your bank and see what your budget is because you're only going to get depressed and disappointed if we start to go see things until you know what you can afford. Let's rule out Rosedale if you're <laughs> looking for Essa. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, sh- and we're not, she's not getting my point on it. And, um, yeah. yeah, you can't shop in Rosedale with a uh, right. Jane is, Finch budget. Is, yeah, right. <laughs> and she has no idea what her budget is. So, uh, But she's insisting on starting to go see places. And to me, it makes no sense. No. And it's certainly no. not going to end up buying you a house. We might spend some lovely time together. But yeah. I'm not in this to make friends. No. Well, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. I think people... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they <clears throat> sometimes we just are taken advantage of a little bit. I think it's the only career in the world where you work without getting paid. Yeah, and so we could we could work for a buyer or a seller for a long time, and it never materialized. <clears throat> but the time you've spent, the the gas money you've spent, the staging money you've spent, all that kind of stuff you know, is to result in a sale. Mm-hmm. That's how we get paid. That's mm-hmm. how we feed our families. And mm-hmm. I think people forget that that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not just for fun. Right. Because you do get the odd person, I think, who 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 uh, wants to see 
properties as a hobby. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Well, listen, everyone, we are uh, always here if you have any thoughts or any questions. Um, just reach out anytime and please follow us on all of our social channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And in the meantime, we'll talk to you next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.